Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I am your host, Teresa Alexander Inman, board certified behavior analyst and infant toddler developmental specialist. I am excited to have my friend, yes, my friend, Timothy says, join me again to provide you with just some fun and knowledge. We're going to mix the two because he's so good at it. Um, now, Timothy is an author and he has written more than 86 children's books to date, children's stories, more than anyone alive. And he's got more coming. So he's breaking some records. Now, Lisberry Bear, which is Timothy's company, um, educational entertainment <clears throat> and inspirational fairy tales of the heart move, have more original characters than even Disney has created. And Timothy shared that when he found that out, it blew his mind. <laughs> it, Timothy is also the executive director and founder of Transformations, a nonprofit dedicated to assisting people of all ages achieve their maximum personal and professional potential by integrating body, mind, heart, and soul. So welcome again, Tim. Timothy, it's so great to see you. Oh, it's so great to be with you again, Teresa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wonderful to be with all the listeners too. Yes. Thank you so much. You know, I appreciate you taking the time to do this again. So, because <laughs> we had so much fun the last time. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, again and again. Can't have enough fun. <laughs> Absolutely. So today we're going to do things a little differently. Hey, Timothy's going to share um, one of his stories with you, and we're going to talk about how we can use those to help children, how, they, how we can apply those stories, and he's also going to share a fun song with you. So take it away, Timothy. Okay, I'm going to try to bring up a share screen here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Technology okay. happens, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. One per one participant can share at a time. Well, that's okay. Why does that let me share? <laughs> oh, there we go. Awesome. <laughs> I just want to share with you while you're doing that. Um, during my last podcast, the last one that I videotaped with my friend Sarah Webb. I'm calling her my friend. I just met her and I like her too. So <laughs> My dogs were barking. Normally they lay on the chair in here and they're quiet. I mean, if anything, my older dog, my bigger one, he would snore. And I don't think it's so audible, but today there was a cat on the lawn and they were just barking like there was no tomorrow. Ah. Yeah. So, and I'm leaving it in because, you know, life happens. <laughs> what, what are you seeing right now on the screen? Just you. Just me, huh? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say just, don't think that is, you know what I mean? I, I didn't mean that. Oh, I, 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 missed, I missed a button. <laughs> okay, here we are. I see Blissberry Bear. Yeah, so th this is, let me see if I can minimize this. <laughs> All this technology stuff. Yep. <laughs> It's got its ups and downs. Well, anyway, this this is the cover for the book Fairy Tales of the Heart. Mm -hmm. 
and it has 14 fairy tales in it. Wow. And I'm, I'm going to scroll down here to one of the fairy tales. Well, this is really interesting. You know, sometimes you find things out that you never knew before when you're trying to make a presentation. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there you go. Life is a learning experience, sir. With every new uh, thing or, you know, we try things, we learn things. <laughs> uh, so this story, the very first candy cane, that originated because I was just thinking there's lots of people in the world that don't celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I wanted a way to share the love of Santa Claus and the love of Christmas with everybody in the world, even those who don't believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> because everybody likes candy canes. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always loved the taste of candy canes, the look of candy canes. And so I decided to write a story about candy canes and how they first came about. So th this story teaches children also about, um, it, it teaches children about getting along together. It teaches children about developing ideas within a community. Like one person has an idea and that triggers an idea from another person. Mm -hmm. It also teaches how, you know, sometimes when we see something and it catches our eye, but we don't really know why it's catching our eye. And it's like, it, we're meant to see that because something's gonna come along a little bit later and one and one are going to make two. Gotcha. So that's weaved within this story too, because as Santa's going through the toy shop one day, you know, he notices a shepherd's staff. And the elves have been making shepherd's staffs for a long time, and Santa can't figure out why he's, you know, paying attention to this shepherd's staff. Mm -hmm. And then later on in the story, you know, Santa, Santa sees a star and he has this beautiful sunset. So he ends up being able to put two and two together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he takes all the colors of the sunset, the beautiful reds and the beautiful white of the star. And since Santa's magic and can do anything he wants, you know, he sticks a, he sticks a finger up there and he remembers the shepherd's staff. So he brings the shepherd's staff into his mind and he dips a finger into the sunset and swirls the red around. And then he dips a finger into the clouds and a star and swirls a white around. And then he has this wonderful candy cane. Only he doesn't know it's a candy cane and he decides to make it sweet. And I forget in the story how he makes it sweet, but he makes it sweet. He starts giving the elves taste 
And then he asks the elves if they can come up, you know, they try to come up with a name for this. And they have a suggestion box and they put in suggestions and everything. Nice. And so it's like, here it says, this is what we've been looking for. Everyone around the world will like this. This is how they'll feel love, Santa. Hearing the jubilation outside, another elf came running out and wanted a lick. Wow, that Santa staff sure tastes scrumptious. Santa staff, the first elf replied, why did you call it that? Because it looks like a shepherd's staff in Santa colors. What a clever name, Santa said. Let's see what names the other elves might have. Breaking the staff into lots of little pieces, Santa gave some to every elf and asked them to suggest a name. Suggestion after suggestion rang out. How about sweet stick, candy stripes, baton twirls, tasty treat? The elves love coming up with new names just as much as they loved coming up with new toys. What about Sticky Stick? Simply Scrumptious. Sugar-coated swirls. Those are all really great, Santa replied. But Candy Cane, Santa Candy Cane. Call it a Candy Cane, shouted a tiny little elf jumping up and down with glee. The elf's excitement ignited a knowing in all the other elves as they started chanting, candy cane, candy cane, candy cane. Santa's cheeks began glowing brighter and brighter, brighter than Rudolph's nose. With a big belly laugh, Santa declared, candy cane, candy cane. Hey, everyone, let's get busy. We have lots and lots of candy canes to make. Wow, that was, oh. sorry, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> that was beautiful. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share a little story with you because it took me right back to uh, kindergarten to second grade class that I helped in last, you know, the last school year where there was a young man, he's in kindergarten. <laughs> so he's uh -huh. five. And hearing that story, would have and you know being able to talk about it and process it might have helped him because if somebody came up with an idea he had a problem with it because if it wasn't his idea if you if you uh. use somebody else's idea there was physical aggression if somebody said what he thought he was going to or what he said he was going to say there was physical aggression and having a story like that where the you know, the elves, they cheer on each other and encourage each other. Nobody said, oh, that's a stupid name when, you know, the other names came up. Nobody said that. Everybody respected each other's ideas. And then they all joined in to cheer on the one who came up with candy cane. So, wow, they need this in schools. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it, that's so important to cheer each other on and to realize that while your individual idea might not be there just the fact that you're contributing and stimulating the thought processes and the imagination of others with you so in essence even though the words might not be your words 
everybody in that process has created that final word. That is such a good way to put it because I honestly would not have put it together that way. And that is a really great way that teachers can use a good method that they could use to say, hey, listen, he probably wouldn't have thought of it if all of us didn't come together and, you know, tried all these different, you know, shared all these different names. So, and then it helped empower them. That would help empower them to say, okay, you know what? Well, I had a part in it because yes, it's the problem solving process and everybody contributed beautiful. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's another story in this book. And it's the Ballad of the Bees. And I have loved bees all of my life. I, I love, I love standing under a tree. We have some trees on the property here that every every year when they go in bloom, just thousands and thousands of bees get up in the tree and they're all there humming at the same time. And just standing under that tree and listening to bees hum is so magical. And us, you know, humans humming and humming to ourselves has been proven to be one of the most healing vibrations that we have. So if you're just not feeling well physically, mentally, emotionally, just hum to yourself and get in the practice of humming and feeling those vibrations you're creating with your own voice going deep into your mind, deep into your cells and just bringing everything into harmony like bees because bees are one of the most harmonious creatures in the world. They've been on this planet for 70 million years. Wow. <laughs> and, if, and if it wasn't for bees, which are one of the main pollinators in the world, so, you know, they, they go from flower to flower and transfer pollen, which stimulates the production of fruit. So without bees, there's just lots and lots of different fruits and vegetables we would not have like strawberries and blueberries and mangoes and papaya and vegetables like broccoli and even nuts like cashews. So Albert, Albert Einstein once said that if the bee disappeared from the earth, man would have no more than four years to live in birth. Wow. Because they're the, they're the source of our food. So this story um, came about because, well, one more little story about me and bees. I was waiting to go in a movie theater one day and the sh it had a lot long time to wait. And there was a big rose garden in the area where we were waiting. And I started to walk through the rose garden and I noticed the bees in there. And I noticed one bee in particular was rolling a little ball of bee pollen on his hind leg. So I don't know if anybody, if you don't know what bee pollen is, everybody knows bees make honey. Mm -hmm. Well, when bees go from flower to flower, they gather the pollen from the male stem of the flowers and it takes 4,000 of these male stems to make this one little tiny ball of bee pollen. 
and the bee pollen can be gold or purple, red, yellow, orange. It all depends upon the flowers the bees get it from. And so the bees roll one of these little balls of pollen on each hind leg and they take it back to the hive and it becomes food for the bees. It's also an amazingly powerful food for humans. It has every known thing in there that the human body needs to survive. I have 21 things in there that they can't even identify. So I was watching this little bee roll this pollen and I just became so amazed at the miracle of what bees do because I ate about a tablespoon of bee pollen every day. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, it takes a bee all day to make two little balls and I eat a tablespoon of them. <laughs> and it's like, I just became so grateful for all the work that bees do. <laughs> and then one day my one day my illustrator, Rinda G, who did this cover, she called me up and said, a friend of hers called her and there was a, uh, like a film festival and it was gonna celebrate bees and they needed a poem about bees written and could I write a poem in two weeks? And I had never written a story in full poetry before. I had little snippets of poetry, but never a full one. So I said, sure, I can do that. And I, my mom just loved assignments. So I, I asked my mom to write down every B term she could think of and then go find words that rhymed with it. And so the two of us, between the two of us, <laughs> when she got her part done, then I started just sitting down and writing and you know it came out in the beginning is you know it talks about all different types of bees to let children know the different types of bees the different colors of bees carpenter bee honeybee bumblebee uh, queen bee worker bee drone and then this poem takes them all through the life of bees and how bees live in harmony together in their hive and their hives are one of the purest places on earth because it's just a pristine environment in there and bees do not sting unless they are provoked they're the only animal on earth that will not attack another animal unless they're provoked and like this one says some bees live alone and some live in hives our honey and pollen help people live healthy lives. Some bees burrow in the soil, others bore holes in trees. But we all love to zip, zip, zip in the breeze. Whirling 12,000 times per minute, our two pairs of wings carry us through the air like royal kings. It takes 10,000 bees flying over 55,000 miles touching 2,000 flowers to make one pound of honey. So we hope your heart is full of smiles when the honey hits your lips and tummy. Each of us a caring bee and oh, ever so friendly. We do not sting without cause for it puts our precious life on permanent pause. And it goes through and talks about like I mentioned earlier, the different types of plants that they 
um, pollinate, like squash bees are designed to pollinate pumpkin, zucchini, and other squashes too. I had no idea there were so many different types of bees, honestly. Like, I just, I, I remember when I was younger. So I think I was a bee provoker when I was younger. Um, I grew up, I did, I just thought about that. I grew up on the little island of Dominica and my grandmother planted things and she planted everything on raised beds and I would go and you know just look at what was happening and without fail at least twice a day I would get stung by a bee and I mean the, sometimes the stingers were like left in my hand and my hand yes. would be swollen and all of that and I didn't so I provoked the bee I didn't I thought maybe they were just being you know they were just attacking me because of you know who they are or what they are but I provoked them, man. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the very first, <clears throat> the very first bee I provoked, I was, I remember this vividly. I was really young and I was waving goodbye to my grandfather as he drove off to work and I was really happy. And then I sat down on the curb and I happened to sit on a bee. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and and the bee wasn't very happy, and yes, it was a big ouch. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, and then um, I also this story is such a happy story. I decided to um, take a stab at trying to write a song for it, mm -hmm. and I got something done. And I sent it to my editor, and I did not know that my editor at the time she was she was really good at writing songs. Even know that wow. <laughs> so she she said well this this isn't exactly what needs to be <laughs> done so anyway between the two of us we came up with a song that one of one of them has three verses and one of them has five verses and i will share the um i'll share the three verse one and it's a really happy song. I'm going to stop this share. And I'm going to go to another share if I can find it. Share sound. Awesome. Because I just, I wanted to ask, listen, you can't talk about a song and not share it. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I love this song. In fact, the man, the man that, um, well, I caught Anyway, it's pretty magical. I, I, I also have an audio book for this. And the lady that I just magically found <laughs> that just showed up, um, she did voiceovers. And so not only did she do the audio book, but it's her voice in this recording. And the sound engineer, where we went for her to record, and then he mixed all the sound and made it sound really good, you know? Right. When I called him up after, when he called me up to tell me it was all done, he said, do you know what? He says, this is really a magical song. He says, I cannot stop singing it. I, he <laughs> says, I get up in the morning singing it. I go to bed at night singing it. It's just ingrained itself inside of me. So awesome. here we go. Yes, thank you. Cause I was like, stop waiting, let's go. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, honeybees. Welcome, bumblebees. 
Welcome, Orchid Bees. I'm so delighted to be your Queen of Ceremonies. Welcome to our annual BB Jubilee. A jubilee where we can simply be. Now together, let's all sing in our favorite key, B. Here we go. beautiful and it's so funny I was here dancing it's hard not to dance <laughs> when that song is playing <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's actually be a great um, activity for schools and children groups where they could make bee costumes and sing and dance you know in their little bee costumes to that song and yes it's, it's very uplifting and inspiring it is and then creating the costumes you know, you bring so many elements into that creativity, right? So everybody can create their bee costumes any which way they want without judgment, because too often <laughs> there is judgment. And it made me think of an art class where I was sitting in one day and a child drew something and the teacher was like, well, add more of this, add more of that. I thought, hey, it's his creation. Leave him alone. Stop telling him what to add and to subtract and, you know, which colors to use allow him to express himself and yes. um yeah because i think so too often we want to control everything and i think fairy tales they're the ways that we can actually be without somebody dictating what should go through our minds what the thoughts 
and feelings should be because they create their own thoughts and feelings. So this was truly magical. <laughs> and again, you know, I don't know if I shared last time, but that's one of the reasons there's not pictures on the inside of my book because I want children to use their own imagination, whatever they're feeling, whatever they're imagining, whatever they're seeing in the story, rather than being fixated on an image on a page that an adult created that is static. You know, it might have some action within the picture, but it usually doesn't convey the essence of all the words that are on that page. So this gives the children a chance to use their own imagination and then share it with whoever's reading the story to them. You know, everybody can read, you know, what did you see? What did you feel? And one thing I want to share about your books, they are interactive. You know, you ask questions, they're workbooks, and it's very interactive to promote critical thinking, which is so lacking in our world today with children. I, I heard something recently where they said that children have issues with um, learning, like, you know, they, they don't know fact from fiction. They don't know how to think critically because we tell them what to think so often instead of allowing them to be. Yes. So are, are you seeing another picture here now? Yes, I am. Yeah, this story, You Are the World's Greatest Magician, it is very interactive. It has four different practices that children can do to the world's greatest magician <laughs> and share love with others. So yes, the, all, the stories are very interactive. That is beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing with us today, Mr. Timothy Stutz. It's been an absolute oh. honor having you here. And we're going to do this again, right? <laughs> Definitely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, awesome. Anything you want to share before we, you know, before I allow you to get on with your day? Oh, I would just share, listen to this over and over again and delight in that song and share that song with your children and listen to the golden nuggets that Teresa mentioned and that I mentioned about cooperation and, um, yeah. Okay, and they can find, sorry. Go ahead, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Yes, they can find, everybody can find things at Timothy Stutz, S-T-U-E-T-Z dot com. Yes. And if they go to the free section of the menu, there's free fairy tales and guided meditations and exercises and songs. <laughs> yes, awesome. And I did the Lohan today. Is it Lohan? 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 Your, yeah. The, the padding method. Yes, the padding. Yes. Oh. Yes. I've done some energy stuff and that was really like it went in sync with it because I've been feeling a little under the weather today. And I thought uh -huh. that might help me feel better because I was not sure I'd be able to do this today because of how I felt earlier. Uh -huh. And I did some of that and I'm going to credit it with energizing me. <laughs> and um, and here I am, so. That's so wonderful, that's great feedback. And I do that every morning wow. <laughs> because I know it has that same effect that it had on you. <laughs> awesome, wonderful, yes, thank you for that. So people, you can find these, you know, go to timothystuts.com and take advantage of the free resources and 
purchase books because all of them, they have a message. There's a lesson. Help your child develop with the skills and you know the tools that they need to become amazing human beings. So yeah. Thank you, Timothy. We'll see you again. Thank you, Teresa. Bye. Bye.